Slightly biased sports. I'm Dakota. And I'm Tyler. And we got a little Tuesday recording for y'all. Tuesday. Not for Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> y'all will hear it Friday? They will hear it um, later Thursday? In later in They'll the hear it Thursday. We'll, we'll drop this before. Uh, oh, we'll drop it on Thursday morning. That way everybody can hear what we have to say before Thursday night's game. Right, and because we definitely won't have a recap of Thursday night's game. Right. On account of it's Tuesday. Right, but we'll definitely have a precap. It's a beautiful fucking Tuesday. It is actually a fantastically beautiful Tuesday here in Arkansas. It feels great outside. It's a teaser because it's going to be 90 fucking degrees next week, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But it feels fantastic right now. Boys, the storms were fucking brewing last night here in Northwest Arkansas. I got woke up at midnight to clearly something woke me up before Mm. this, uh, what I saw next, but I got woke up all of a sudden. I just got eyeballs right next to my face. <laughs> so clearly, some, she woke me up. But I shot up, and she's just staring at my face. Hey, uh, it's storming outside. Okay. I said, okay. <laughs> what do you want me to... All right. So I get up, walk around the bed, peek out the blinds. I'll be damn, it's storming. It is definitely storming. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> and I tried to go back to bed, and it did not work. I laid there for about two hours. <laughs> but, yeah, it's Tuesday. Pre-recording. Dropping her on Thursday. 21st you'll be hearing on the 23rd but it's slightly biased go check out our website check out our socials share with your friends and leave a fucking review slightlybiasedsports.com we still got plenty to discuss we got a lot to discuss we, we got, got a lot of football on sunday we got a lot of football we got more a more diverse show i feel like the normal we got i mean it's two we definitely got only two things to talk about unless you have others but well we i mean we I have got college and nfl college football nfl we got some well, you got. potential college basketball news Uh-oh. happening. Yes, we do. We do. It's good, here on the hill, too. There's a good UFC card coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are losing their fucking minds in the boxing world at the moment. We just saw somebody with the, one of the best reaction times I have ever seen in bare hands. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited we can talk a little UFC as well because I'm excited to see a certain somebody back after a, whole long, a real long time. Mm-hmm. So we got a little UFC. We'll talk a little UFC in the middle to break up a little football talk. Mm-hmm. We'll start off here with a little college football. Then we'll loop in a little UFC midway. Oh, midways. You get it. Whatever. After we talk college football, we'll talk a little UFC. Then we'll talk a little NFL. Then we'll talk a little reactions to random shit like what just happened with boxing that we saw. Um, but then we got some precaps. We'll talk a little upcoming matches. We'll start by saying, I'm going to go out on a limb here real quick. Now, again, I'll say it again. College football. UFC, NFL, and then we got some random shit at the end, but it's fucking fire. Stick okay. through to the end with us. We'll start a little college precap. For the random shit. For the stick, you're gonna want to hear the random shit. Now let's talk a little precap of what we got to expect coming up this this fine uh what is it, week f- four? Yeah, we're college three football. And, on, we're three now. So Yeah, it's, it, you lose track. I don't know. We've won so many, I just can't fucking remember. Uh <laughs> <laughs> week four. We got some precaps, as Dakota calls it. So let's talk a little precap. I'm just looking for any excuse to say the word precap. Be honest uh, with you. All right, it's catching on. People are starting to use it. <laughs> Those okay. people being us too. Correct. <laughs> uh, we have absolutely shit games this Saturday. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
We got I looked it. at the ranked opponents, ranked matchups. There is literally two ranked matchups where both opponents are ranked. We are one of them, and Wisconsin and, and Notre Dame. That's it. And I don't give a fuck about that game, to be honest with you. It'll be cool to see a college game at Soldier Field. Well, that would be, be about cool, it. But, but for like as far as the actual game goes, don't really care. There's no game bigger than what the fuck we got brewing at 2.30 oh, that's, Central that's Time. That's it. That's the only one. There's nothing else that matters. I uh, So we talked about how good A&M's defense is. Oh, that's fun. I am so <laughs> glad you brought that up. I just screenshotted that exact thing you're about to say. They're 88th in run defense. Correct. And what is Arkansas? And rushing offense. Eighth. Correct. What would that spell? Disaster. A recipe for disaster. <laughs> disaster for the Gaggies. Well, some people say disaster, but our good old boy Jerry Jones would like to say something. Uh, uh, what's the opposite of a disaster? A miracle? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Something exactly. positive happening. There's very few. There are a lot of people in our area that are not going to say it's a disaster. It's, it's going to be fucking miraculous for us. But a lot of people down there in old Texas, <laughs> down, there in, down there in that neck of the woods, they're going to be very fucking shocked with what I think is about to happen on Saturday at 2.30 on CBS in front of the whole world. I don't know that they'll be shocked at this point. I, I think, think they think Texas A&M is so much better than us that there's no chance. There are people out there saying we are the most overrated football team in the country. There's really that, there's really that audience of people that are saying this shit. So I'm going to say this, and people are not going to like it. I think we're overrated at the moment, based mm-hmm. off of what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, you, if, when you factor in like belief in what we actually think they can do, I think we're appropriately rated. When right. you from the outside, but looking on a in, national standpoint, right? It seems like we're overrated because it came out of nowhere. Is absurd from what the expectations were at the beginning of the year. We talked about this at work today. Like, if we if we hadn't played Texas this year, and we were still three and zero, still looked the way that we had looked nobody's paying attention to us. Arkansas fans don't have the expectations we have now. Like, you're still like, hoping for three, we, four SEC wins. For the people that weren't with us, this Arkansas fan fandom, to, like, experience what happened last year and feel what we felt last year, Sam Pittman, see the kind of recruiting that we had, go into this year and see, you know, we had a feeling good things were coming. We got three SEC wins right off the rip, three other ones that were super close. Mm-hmm. So we had a feeling that something good was coming. I don't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't expect us to be three and zero this early. No, the Arkansas fan to me, like you can you can believe in what he's building and not expect to see results from it. It's like it's just it's not. For the record, I did pick us to go eight and four. I did. It doesn't before the year. Like there's no reason for me to believe that all of a sudden it's just gonna be fixed. Regardless I just felt of how it. I feel about the coach, like like we've discussed before, like I am fully believing whatever coach we have hired in the past because I don't have a choice. The craziest part is I was more confident in our offense than my, our defense. That was a mistake. I. Our defense is our strong stand, strong point right now. For sure. So, I mean, I get it. From a national standpoint, you don't know who Arkansas is. You weren't here to experience the come up. You weren't here to feel the environment over the last two years. You definitely weren't here to feel the, you know, the very little life that was left in the athletics world for the football program Mm -hmm. for the previous years before that. So you just weren't here for the whole everything. We, We were here. We had a good feeling. Like, the momentum was on our side. Pittman looked like everybody was buying in. Good recruits came in. We won SEC games. We looked like we could compete. Mm-hmm. Going now, into the next year, you'd have to think like, holy shit, we might be all right. I'm going to be honest with you. The majority of my hype for football came from the success of basketball and baseball bleeding into football. I definitely get that. If I'm, if I'm looking at it openly from an A&M perspective, if I'm A&M, I'm thinking, all right, you guys beat Texas, 
and two shit teams you're supposed to beat. You beat Texas. We are way better than Texas, which they are, would be correct. A&M? Yeah. Yeah. They are considerably better than Texas. Even with their backup quarterback, don't care. Correct. That would be my thought process from their side. From our side, it's So like, you think this is I don't this is the test, right? I here. think that absolutely. This is our first true test. Like I said, and I'm not joking, if we beat A and M, like the only two losses I'm now okay with is Alabama and Georgia. That's and a, I, I saw and, an article yesterday about that talking about, you know, with with all this rise that Arkansas has got right now, is about to come some scrutiny. So oh, now it, you're starting to get people's attention. Now the expectations are about to rise. For sure. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to, you know, if you win this weekend, all eyes are on us. Mm-hmm. So the the only losses, if we win, win, the only losses I'm okay with is Alabama and Georgia. Could I see it where we beat A&M and lose to Ole Miss? Sure. Like, I could do. I'm not expecting. I'm That's not, a whole different style of I'm offense. not saying we can't lose if we beat them. The only ones I'm okay accepting because I'm accepting I would be okay with, are with, Alabama and Georgia. I'd be okay with Ole Miss, too. I openly do not expect to win either of those games. And I think anybody who says we are going to, is, is a little bit crazy. I will right now tell you, I will still to this day be so happy to finish seven and five. A hundred, I will be so happy to finish seven and five. But if we win this weekend, it's nine and three or I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up to think, but God damn it. I mean, what the it fuck is, else are we supposed like, to go we're off not, of? We were not, we did not have time to emotionally prepare no. for this effective of a team. You give us an inch, <laughs> we're going to take a mile. And, it, I, and I don't even know that, like, normally it's that, but, like, this time, legitimately, like, I had no time to prepare myself emotionally for what was going to happen. I legitimately believe we were going to be I was not prepared for that Texas team or for that Texas game. I thought we were going to win. I wasn't prepared in that fashion. I no. was not prepared for domination, and that's what it was. No, it's just like your check said right after the game. I knew he was going to win. I didn't know it would be like that. Like, what if going in, if you Is it time hey, to talk about Hunter Juracek being one of the fucking best athletic directors in college football? I don't have anything to rank him up against, but I, w- I don't want him to never leave. I mean, at this point, what what the... I mean, I don't... It's like, unfucking believable We beat Texas as bad as we beat Georgia Southern. That's disgusting. Like, as far as, like, looking at it right. on the field, it was an ass-kick in, in fact, equal proportion. In fact, that Texas game felt like more of an ass-kick than Georgia Southern. It did again, but I think we didn't expect it to happen that way. But I mean, it's 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 fucking crazy. Now I'm emotionally prepared. Crazy. Like I'm prepared for us to be a problem for people if we beat A and M. A and M, dangerous expectations. Um, let's see. I had something else here. Hold up. Okay. So also with that, it's it's officially A and M week. Of course, we all know this. Mm-hmm. And as traditionally. As traditional, sorry. Both both Barstool accounts are already publicly shit-talking and belittling one another, and it is full-on fucking go mode now. I would expect nothing else. It's already on go. I get on Twitter. I, my, the first thing that tops, pops up on my feed, let's see, which Barstool account has talked shit to the other last? Right. And typically, it's us. <laughs> we don't poke the bear now. We just respond. We we poke. Yeah, we do. Well, we poked a little because we said that we said that, that the Barstool Arkansas account said that Texas A&M has all male cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing off the table when this shit starts. It's no holds barred. It's it's full on go. It's as the as the kids say, it's on site with A&M week. I've said I don't know how many times this week I haven't been this excited for a for a game in a long time, but it was just the Texas game when I was this excited. So, but before this year, it's been a long fucking time, yes. and it's definitely been a long time since I've been excited to play A&M. Because it's like, and that's the thing. It is. I don't know. I don't know how to handle this. Like, 
I'm not. I fucking hate losing to A&M over and over and over. Are we officially the best all-around sports school in yep. the country? Yep. Every single sport. You factor in literally every sport. If we finish this year out with a nine-win season, we're the best fucking program in college sports. The, and the thing that... There is nobody that fucking dominates every level of each fucking athletic division, whatever you want to call it, like Arkansas is right now. None. The thing that makes me super confident about the A&M game is because the fantastic collapses that we've watched against A&M, I'm not, I'm not here like to say, oh, the team quit. Like They let up, for sure. Everyone we've lost. We have had the lead. I say everyone. The majority of the ones we've lost, we had the lead, and they turned it on, and we slowed down, and it fucked us. It's the Andy Reid way. This team Build is a lead, and then just hope to not fucking blow it. Nothing about this team leads me to believe that they're going to Boy, do up. I have some shit to talk about the Chiefs in this game, <laughs> in, in, this, in this segment. Sorry, I forgot to mention what NFL topics we'll be talking about. I have to eat crow today. <laughs> I just don't see this team letting up, it is the thing. That's what gets me excited about this shit. I've never seen a fucking fire lit under everyone's asses the way that it looks this year. Like, that Georgia Southern game, like I said, we looked unmotivated, but how can you fucking blame them? All we were thinking about is A&M. And we still fucking shit stomp, like shit stomp them. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that they were just kind of, eh, you know what I mean? Like, they all they could think about, as, uh, as is us, like, we, we were worried, let's not overlook our opponent here because we're going to focus on A&M. That's the easy thing to do. And that's... The players just looked a little disconnected on defense. They didn't look as fired up, as hyped up. Look at the Texas the, game. The look how they fucking that, hyped in up. In the past when that's happened, it has been a shit show. Like you, it is very clear that they overlooked them because they do not play well at all. Like by this coming off the heels of the Texas performance, like yeah, maybe it was a little down, but they still stuffed them on every every chance they got minus a couple of deep passes which happened in the Texas game too. Right. And the same outcome, overthrown. Right. But thank God. Yeah, I, uh, I have, I have. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a prediction. Okay. For Saturdays, two thirty Central. I'll be in Arizona, so twelve thirty my time. Game against A and M. Give me Arkansas, thirty one. Texas A and M. Twenty seven. I'm gonna say Arkansas, twenty three, twenty one. So you're just like me. Everyone's thinking, oh, my God, shoot. It is not going to be a fucking shootout. shootout. Our best chance is to... Now, here's the thing I do hope that I could see derailing the whole situation. And I'm going to... I say 31-27 Arkansas. Dakota says 24-21? Yeah. 23-21. Okay, so there must be a missed extra point in there. There's, you better give a little some respect. some fucking chaos. So... Do you see Jimbo Fisher give a little praise to us, too? Uh-oh. Yeah, they had a they dropped an article. They talked to him about the Arkansas game. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's a, let me, you finish your thought. No, go ahead. Uh, and of course, now I don't have the fucking actual <laughs> quote right in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing here. Don't don't fucking quote me on this. But he said everybody seems to be trying to figure everything out. Like everybody's trying to find their legs, mm-hmm. and that is the exact line that he said. Everybody's trying to find their legs, and out of nowhere, Arkansas has found their legs. Right. And about uh, six sets he said of legs. Huh? About six sets of legs that run the ball very uh, yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he said that the quarterback they have, KJ Jefferson, has been playing fantastic. He said, we realize he's a legitimate threat. Uh, and their defense is all over the place. He said that in a time where everyone's trying to get their legs underneath them, Arkansas has somehow found it. And I thought, you know what? I still hate your guts. <laughs> and you're still getting this ass whooping this Saturday. 
But God damn it, I respect you, Jimbo. I'm going to use tennis, the Tennessee Titans as an example because, like, in the last few years, they have committed to the run. Like, it, it, we go down 14 points, and it is physically possible for us to come back. We're going to continue to run the ball. Like, it's very easy. Like at Baltimore. When you, right. It's very easy when you go down to think, hey, we got to throw the ball. we got to score. we got to catch back up. Then we'll go back to our game plan. Fuck that. Stick with your game plan. It's very possible that we go down in this. Like, I don't expect to lead the entire game against A&M. Right. We're going to go down. And if we're down 14 points in the third quarter, run the fucking... If we're down 14 Do points... Do not in abandon the, the game plan. If we're down 14 points in the fourth quarter, run the fucking ball. Unless there's like three minutes left and you don't have a choice, then sure. Opening drive, I want you to shock the fucking world, Kendall. Everybody expects you to fucking dump off to a screen, throw a little slant, slip out a tight end in the flats. Fuck that. I want you to run the ball in the first play, bring those safeties down, drop it in a single high safety, and I want you to launch that fucking ball. I want you to shock the fucking world. No one thinks you're going to throw a fucking bomb on the second play of the game. Do it. This is fucking A&M. It is no holds barred. Launch the fuck. Free KJ. Let me ask you this. Free KJ's arm. That yeah. motherfucker can sling. I promise y'all. I said this early on in the season. No. Got a little hyped. It was, it, was the first, back. it was the first week. I get juiced up. Throw on the first A&M play. Week. And they mm-hmm. did, and it was bad. If he launches the ball and it's picked off first play. I'm okay with that. Okay. I... We, because KJ's the front of the show, I did shoot him a text after the game, let him know, hey, me and Dakota want to let y'all know, let you know, you fucking killed it tonight, love to see it. Of he, course. He, he gave us a little heart on the message, so he saw. So, we, we both fucking well understood what KJ was capable of going into the season. I had been preaching for two years before this about him needing to start, I'm excited to see him actually starting now, and me and Dakota talked about it before, but... The Twitter fucking hard asses that want to come out here and say, oh, KJ can't throw. KJ, shut the fuck up. Chill out. You're going to fucking see. Y'all are forgetting this is now going to be KJ's, what, fifth start? Well, you're Let's also getting into the part of the here. season where you're not going to have a choice. So if, if Kendall Bryles chooses not to throw the ball going up, and, and again, I know I just said stick to the game plan and run the ball, and I mean that. I want it to be run KJ's going to run. But you're going to have to throw the ball when you're getting into this a&M, Georgia, Auburn, Old Miss for sure. stretch here. KJ's going to be under duress. So, just, just y'all got to fucking chill. I would rather Horns. not get to Georgia when he's going to be under a lot of duress. Right. And, and try to start. Kendall Brown's like, all right, we don't have time to run. Let's, let's do some throwing stuff. Right. Like, it's not going to, it's going to go fucking bad. Mm-hmm. It's going to, we're going to get shit stomped if that happens. Mm-hmm. If we don't get any game reps as far as like, all right, in this situation, we're going to do this. I don't want him to try to figure it out on the fly. I don't feel comfortable enough with Kendall Browse at this point to do that. These players and these coaches are going to be fucking fired up. Oh, as yeah. soon as we got done with Georgia Southern in the locker room, that video that Arkansas posted on social. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. A Pittman saying, we got a game next week? I promise you, these motherfuckers are going to be fired up. I literally just gave myself goosebumps thinking about the <laughs> video. Like, look, y'all, Hornsby is going to be good. I like Hornsby a lot. But those of y'all mm-hmm. who haven't seen Hornsby play yet, he sails the ball a lot. Just, just fucking pace. Don't start fucking preaching to bench KJ. Just fucking let him be. Coley, people have forgot about Lucas Coley. He's going to be very fucking good as well. We I have, have young have quarterbacks never, who will be good. I cannot remember a time where we were three deep at quarterback, and I felt comfortable with any and five of them. deep at running back. Well, yeah. Well, well, we yeah, you're right. We've had those moments before, but they, I mean. Like it's it's been a while since I've felt super confident about it, our starting quarterback, and we got to see a little a little showing of Davion Warren there last game of what can happen. You get him in a, in the space mm-hmm. that needs to happen more right there. Yes, so I, I, I'm I'm very excited. I'm calling 31, 31, 27. 
Texas A&M, will, you know, they have to score a touchdown. They'll be down by four. They won't get it. We'll probably pick them off. Game over. I also retired Darren McFadden's number. Knees snapping. Correct. I've been should seeing have, that so Should have already happened a and long time ago. McFadden came right out and was like, I, I, I do. I'm not going to lie. I do wish that my number was retired. Like, you go to every other campus, all the greats are retired, but I'm not. Correct. And he should be. It's bullshit. Matt Jones and Darren McFadden are the only two I say retire their numbers. I'm sure you could dig into it and find some more, but well, immediately. Well, I mean, my lifetime and us watching. Yeah, immediately those two for sure. So that needs to happen. Before we he, get. He did make it into the, the what was it, the the Ring of Honor or Hall of Honor or whatever yeah, the fuck whatever, it is here in Arkansas. He, it. he made it into that. Of course, no yeah. fucking question, but. Retire the man's number. That's not a slight at Rocket Sanders either. Nope. He would probably have no problem whatsoever switching to a different number. That needs to happen. And I would also make an argument for Joe Any, Ad- any Joe running back that comes to Arkansas and wouldn't understand. Right. Doesn't get it. Right. And it feels like everybody on this team fucking gets it. I did have a little JJ's for lunch today. I tried the fucking, they had this buffalo chicken wrap at JJ's. That's trouble. It was fan fucking tasty, delicious. I did not know how jalapenos were going to come on it as well. <laughs> he does ass, not do well with the hot things. Uh uh-uh. uh. I always tell everybody if it's anything spicier than ketchup, I'm out. I fucking took a big ass bite of this motherfucker. Needless to say, I just got off of the porcelain throne, <laughs> and uh, the old caboose is a little warm. <laughs> She's fucking stinging, boys. But wait, it was good though. It was fucking delicious, and we had the. I didn't know that they had the fucking. These cheese fries that were like, uh, they were called like uh, farm style. Oh, and it comes with, sweet fries it comes with little breaded, breaded pieces of uh, jalapeno, mm-hmm. but like deep fried in on top of the fucking, oh, it's fucking fantastic. JJ's knows how to do it, I probably. Before we get completely off of college football, mm-hmm. did you see the schedule for next year? Who's? Arkansas. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm so it already glad. came out? I'm so glad you haven't seen this. The dates aren't out, but the opponents are, and home and away is. Please tell me the non-conference is awesome. So we went from the toughest schedule in college football to a tougher schedule. Are you shitting me? Nope. <laughs> well, they want us to fail, don't they? So we did get a good draw in the East, finally. They don't want to see me shine out here. Finally. We did not get Georgia or Florida from the East. Also, shout out to ourselves. I was listening to the podcast earlier today, and uh, I realized when we were trying to break down West and East standings, if we wanted Oklahoma and where they would fall in, in line. Mm-hmm. We were forgetting a team in the West, and you and I both said, fuck, I feel like we're forgetting somebody. It was South Carolina. Sorry, South Carolina. We forgot. And we were talking about the East breakdown. Totally fucking forgot about South Carolina. So South Carolina is on our schedule next year. I, I love that. The I draw that from the East is, is it an not- away game? No. It's here? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cool. So we finally got not Florida, not Georgia, and it's not Vandy. Like, I don't want Vandy either. South Carolina is perfect. It is perfect. I, it's not a team that I hate. It's a team that I like. And it seems like they're slowly getting better. And I feel I like, like we that. haven't played them in forever. We, it feels like we haven't. So, our non- I wish we could play Tennessee again. Our non- so do I. Especially right <laughs> mm-hmm. now. I wish we played them this year. Mm-hmm. So, Shout out, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> next year, the home games. How do we want to break this down? You want me, go, you want me give you home and away? No, or, just give it to me week, week one well, through the last well, one. I don't have it that okay, way. Just, so, the, how your, do you want to do it? Your options are home and away, or do you want to hear the non-conference games that we've upgraded to i want to hear home and away okay so before i get into it i don't understand how this happened because obviously these are scheduled before we got better and the teams that we scheduled 
at the time. Anybody who hasn't caught our earlier episodes <laughs> of this and understand why Dakota keeps saying schedule, it's a Jerry Jones slight. He said it in an interview forever ago, and we love making fun of Jerry Jones in a respectful, kind manner because he did do what he did at D.W. Reynolds, Reynolds Razorback Stadium. We're very appreciative Absolutely. of all the things that he's done in the community. But yeah, he's still boy, funny. does he say some funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all schedule is. It's an old interview. Dakota, we, lo- we love it. We eat it up. All right, go ahead. That, for anybody who hasn't caught up, now you're up to speed. So they scheduled these games before these teams got good and we got better. So it, it's ironic, the timing. Okay. So the home games, okay, Alabama. If, oh, if, if yes. you have, if you don't, like, if you were like me, I did not. The sole reason I did not want to get season tickets was because the home games this year were not stellar. Had I known that it was going to be the, the Texas game was going to be what it was, I absolutely would have done it. And I went to the Texas. And we have game. Auburn, and we have Mississippi State, and we, have, you know what I mean, correct. Next Missouri, year, Alabama, home, okay. LSU. Oh my God, yes. Ole Miss. I'm going to fucking, I am hard. I am rock hard. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Didn't we play Missouri? No, 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 Missouri State. Oh, okay. okay. Missouri okay. State is a home game. That's a non-conference. Ah, boo. Okay. Liberty. Oh, my God. Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> I am hard. I am Cincinnati, rock hard. How that worked out to where they are, they were, they were a top 15 team. They were always decent, but never, you're right. Yeah, they were decent, and then all of a sudden, they're, all, they're fucking next level elite. So Cincinnati is oh, non-conference home that is game. So fun. The away games are Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri, and BYU. Why is this so fantastic? <laughs> How in the fuck this happened? I don't know. I wish Taysom Hill would go back. And in then the you have your neutral side of A and M. Not grow up. That needs to be fixed. Neutral now, site. or while wow, Bill Scrog has made a good point today at work, or we play in Chief Stadium. No, or. We play at AT&T Stadium forever. And the NCAA changes the rules because you know how nice it would be to be like get some recruits like, hey, we're going to bring you to a game this weekend. It's at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. You don't think they're already doing that? Not officially. <laughs> I can promise you they are. But if you could advertise that, like that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's good for anybody. And I mean, you. It, I just saw a thing earlier. It was like uh, two big-time football recruits. Oh, two big-time basketball recruits, I think. Maybe it's, I can't remember if it's basketball or football. Got to be a, the AM game this weekend. On their own, of course. They're just going to, they, they bought tickets. And I don't know if go. there's a rule against that. I'm pretty sure there is to a neutral site, to a not like if away games or not to your stadium. I feel like there is. I don't know. Either way, like, I mean, like the, who is it, Notre Dame's playing Wisconsin? Dude, that's, Soldier like, Field? that's like nine good games. Right. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Imagine if we end up with eight, nine wins rolling into that next season. Oh, I that's love it. fucking fantastic. And I'm excited to have Alabama here again on the time where we're all of a sudden much, 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 much better. Correct. That's exciting. I'm pumped for that. That's a great schedule. That is a great schedule. And I, I don't, we got a lot of football to talk about, so I don't want to get too far into it. But Nick Smith Jr. and Jordan Walsh have been future casted by three different people to Arkansas. I did see that. Which would put our core next Well, year. I don't know if Jordan Walsh got the third future cast, but Nick Smith did. Nick Smith did. Jordan Walsh had two, I believe. Okay. But that would put our core next year. K.K. Robinson, Darian Ford, Devo Davis. Now Nick, you fucking know how much I love K.K. Nick Smith Jr., Joseph Pinion, Barry Dunning. Jordan. Oh, Pinion is another baller. I did not know this. Now, this is not Pinion. If you're listening to this, this is not a slight. You just, I instantly see a white, a white dude, and I think, <laughs> oh, God, Connor Van over the second. <laughs> then I went and saw Pinion. Went and looked at his old film, boys. Mm-hmm. 
He's a goddamn bucket. Yeah. And then you got, we got a white boy that can ball. We got Barry Dunning, hypothetically Jordan Moss, Jalen Williams. Like that group of people. I'm out. I'm not high is, on Jalen Williams. That but group of people is a problem. It is. Absolutely. If you drop. That's like, not to say that I don't like Jalen. I do like Jalen Williams. I, I just. I'm a very big fan of Jalen Williams. He's a homegrown kid. Like he's fucking right here, which is fucking awesome. It's fantastic. And he brings the energy. I do love that shit. But I, hell, I, I don't know. I just. I'm expecting him to grow. Oh, he will for sure. Year. For sure. And for sure. Where he's starting. It's a fucking problem. He's, he's a smart kid. You can tell he's fucking smart, and he pays fucking attention to us. Hell, everybody pays attention to us. Even his own staff's fucking scared of him, for God's sake. <laughs> Jesus, he's fucking scary as shit. <laughs> he's very intense, <laughs> and I fucking love it. I love it. Uh, if, we get, if we get that, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I don't even know when the last time we've had that many five-star players even seriously in contention now the 29th we're gonna find out where nick smith's going correct and nick smith's family just put out on twitter i saw a minute ago saying hey y'all look we don't need any of this opponent the other fan bases that wanted nick to come there and it doesn't and you guys start atting him and talking shit we do not need that in this one i am his family and don't poke mama bear (laughs) i defend her do not poke mama bear let nick be great if he's a hog (laughs) as long as he chooses correctly as long as he chooses right like before those two, like the top two top ten recruits. Before those two, I still think we can win the fucking championship. You drop them two on there, the biggest yikes. recruit we've had before those guys. The biggest one I would say would probably be Bobby Portis. Probably he was, he was a he was a big name. Sonny Williams was a big name as well. Yeah, Malik Monk fucked us, but he's a Laker now, so I'm rooting him on. <laughs> so if you hear the yellow button music, that's because we're transitioning at the moment. We are. To what? NF fucking L. NF fucking L. <laughs> I'm, you know, I thought about how we go into this. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let you start with it because it'll it'll go for a minute. And it was the last game of the week. You want to start from? So we're gonna from, wait. Okay, so you want to start with early games on mm-hmm. to the late game? Okay, well, let me pull up my app to make sure. There's I don't want to talk about every one of them because it'll take us forever. Right. But we'll hit on the the. Surprises are like the biggest ones. Steelers stink. Boy, do the Steelers stink. Steelers fans, until Ben fucking go retires, stick your head under some dirt because it's it's a it's a tough trying time for y'all. I have some shocking news for you. Matt Canada's new offense isn't new. It's the same fucking bullshit that I've been watching forever. Until Ben retires, and we this stink. I know Dakota is very serious because he usually makes eye contact like we're talking back and forth about subjects. This motherfucker's eyes are directly down on the table as if he is being fucking, he is being shamed at the square by his and by the whole goddamn town. He's Until not even looking up. We fucking stink. Ben retires, and we stink for a few years, and I'm, and get the right fucking quarterback back there. Mm-hmm. We're dead. We're fucking dead. And there's no right quarterback in sight. Nope. Nope. It ain't fucking Sam Howell. It ain't anybody that so I've you seen saw that. I was going to bring that up. Of course I saw it. But he's he's my boy Ryan. Shout out, shout out to the curb. Hit me up and and said, "What the fuck is this?" Now we have Steelers officials, not refs, mm-hmm. but you know, people from the Steelers organization are high on Sam Howell and are watching him play right now. Did you not see the Virginia Tech game? Did you not what, see Mitch Trubisky from North Carolina? What's going to happen? Pay attention. Is Pittsburgh. And, and here's the thing. By all means, I 100%. I would rather y'all get the Notre Dame quarterback, and I don't even know what he's going to be, but he's fu- he, he's at least competent. What's going to happen? 
I always had a soft spot for the old Steelers because Dakota was a Steelers fan, so I kind of low-key rooted him on. If you draft a quarterback next year. Except when Kansas City played him, and we lost. That's natural. I, I'm 100% believe Najee Harris was right pick. Like, you can't take a quarterback. 100%. And, and I feel so fucking bad for him. Because he, our, he's dying back our there. Our line got worse. He is dying back there. And we, Now, like, Zach Banner is still hurt. He's still not starting. That'll help. But we got Trey Turner spitting on fucking people. And that got con- considerably worse. He finally got in the end zone on a fucking pass. He did stiff arm Jonathan Abrams out of the picture. He did. And I hate Jonathan Abrams. So do I. And then Jonathan Abrams flipped Chase Claypool shortly after that because uh-huh. I'm sure he was pissed off. Uh huh. You he, don't flip Mapletron. Ben, you don't do it. Ben's going to have to go. Because then Juju decided to actually have a sighting and do something against We're going to have to stink. We're going to have to get a quarterback and hope <sighs> you that Najee Harris does does re-sign with us because after that, we have to go find a fucking offensive line because this is a joke. It's a combination of the fucking play calling and our line's inability to get in front of another fucking human. You should have done what Kansas City did and completely revamped the offensive we line. We don't have the money. We can't do anything. We have, we have some, but we knew we were going to pay TJ. You're about to pay Minka. If Ben leaves... Ben took it all, too. Ben, Ben's not even taking like a... I don't know where he ranks as far as quarterback salary. I would bet it's in the bottom 50%. He cut it down from 30 to $20 million. Which, at the time, for right now, what people are making is fucking... Is, That's Carson Wentz money, and I'd deal. rather have Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz stinks. I would rather have Carson, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has made a fucking glass. He sprained both of his ankles. Did you see the play? I did. It was bad. But, to, <laughs> it but was just, bad. just the headline, Carson Wentz sprains both ankles is impossibly... Dude, he th- threw some dimes. I'll stay on subject. We're talking Pittsburgh here. They're dead. What do you want to fucking say? They're dead. We're going to be in this bullshit purgatory where we win enough games to get a shitty draft pick and, and, and take fuck that pick the up. best defensive player available. By defensive, you mean outside linebacker. <sighs> thank God. Thank God we picked up Melvin Ingram because TJ hurt his groin. They said it's not serious. He walked off the field. He wasn't even limping. He just was like, hey, come get me. Pointed that his groin. Not good. It'll probably fucking linger <laughs> not good. for six weeks. He'll play all six games. And it'll just be an, a nagging issue, which might bring him closer to being human. But I, I'm not like all of my excitement for this year is fucking gone. And what's fucked up is I expected to start one and one because I expected to lose to the Bills. But we beat the Bills. And this is not like I genuinely think the Raiders might be pretty good. But that was fucking horseshit what I watched on Sunday. It was a complete fucking. Anytime you have Henry Ruggs going 60 yards to the house. And Henry Ruggs is terribly fast. And but as he has been miraculously fucking irrelevant in the entire league for three years now. He's a late bloomer. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Hey, gl- hey, I, hey did he glow up? I, I, it would appear so. <laughs> I mean, like, and we said it before, Derek Carr, Derek Carr has a beautiful deep ball. He does. He's and very Felipe Franks. When you have somebody that fast, you can just fucking launch it, and I'm there's s- a good chance he's going to beat people to the ball. I'm going to say something, I'm going to regret it. I'm starting to like Derek Carr. I, it's it's because I actually f- have felt so bad for him from what the I treatment like that John Derek Gruden Carr gave him because of how much John Gruden hates him. And I thought that's why I like. I Derek thought Carr. we might have got John Gruden and Mike Tomlin to fight on the fucking field because when they when they had offsetting penalties and Trey Turner got ejected at the time we did not know he spit on somebody. I'm also not claiming that because he's only been on the team for fucking two games. He was boy that was bad. It was bad. But Miles Garrett would have killed him before we knew that. <laughs> And then he would have said... He would have, he would have done like the water boy where he just pictured Coach's head on somebody's body. 
saying Gatorade, and he would have done that with Mason Rudolph's head. <laughs> Tomlin came out there to get an explanation because you have offsetting personal fouls, and one of our guys got ejected. Raiders did not. So he's like, hey, what the fuck is going on? And he's got all three refs right there, and he's motherfucking each one of them individually, and Gruden's across the field. And is he's he, like, he, said, is Look, he, point, he said the campaign. Is he fucking is he, pointing at me? Is he fucking pointing at me? He, and he said, like, you could see Gruden say, can we fucking play already? And Tomlin's like in the middle of three people, looks across at Gruden, and then goes back to the refs. And I was just waiting. I was like, this will be the highlight of the fucking game if these two fight, because I have nothing else to root for. My money's on Tomlin. He has youth. <laughs> I, my, mine is too. And I, legitimately, that would have been the highlight of the fucking season, because my hope is gone. It's, it's, it's been bad. I'm, it's Arkansas football. And now Cardinal Baseball. We're, because we're not dead, we're back. One nine in the fucking row, Jack. Yeah. Steelers, they're dead. I don't fucking tell you. Next. <laughs> they're dead. They're so fucked. They are like, so fucked. I, I feel sorry for me. Because, like, if you're a Bears fan, like, at least, like, you're suffering, but at least you have Justin Fields waiting in the wings. Like, all right, well, worst case I scenario. I have some things to say about him. We got another opportunity to see life. I think he's me, Dewey Haskins the second. Me, nothing. He's I got that. nothing to root for. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. What is it? Deontay Johnson's very good. Najee Harris is very good. I Clay know. Very good. I know that, but they're getting shafted. Well, they won't because you're going to trade for a quarterback. No, we're not. I just got a. Who would it be? I just got a plot twist. All right, let's hear it. What if Gruden does actually still hate Derek Carr? Does not resign him, it. and y'all sign him? I'd love it, but it won't happen. You what know, if you get Aaron Rodgers? You know, what if you get Aaron Rodgers? You don't want to know why I What if you get Aaron Rodgers? What's going to happen is all of those people are going to become available at the same time. It'll be like Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and one other twist. Somebody and else you'll sign RG3. Nope, we won't. <laughs> ben will say, you know what? I think I'll come back next year. I'm feeling all right, actually. And the Steelers will say, hey, we know he's Hey, you know what? We didn't too- make fun of him enough for coming out and saying he's been on this new diet that's so strict. He he's hasn't. Just, it, he's the thinnest he's ever been. We haven't made fun of it because it comes out every fucking year. He looks the exact same. And he looks exactly the same and every he actually, year. He actually looks slower. But he's older. And he's never been super mobile. He's just... His ability to stand upright is fucking ridiculous. And he did surprisingly show a little bit of that in that game. But that's what'll happen. He pump faked the entire camera crew and myself. He, he does it every he fucking it. week. I don't know how he holds onto the ball. But it'll happen. He'll come back. Oh, yo, one more year. And the Steelers will say, well, we can't we can't bring somebody else in to threaten his job. And then it's he'll bad. leave. We can't do it. And banned. we'll be left with our fucking limp dicks in our hand. And we'll stand. Just a flaccid just dick. Just a flaccid penis in our Not hand. even a hard one. And My we'll, God. And we'll be terrible. All and man could ask for is a hard like, one. How does this happen? Because you just continue to ignore the fucking problem that is our future quarterback situation. I said it for two years now. Ben is what's holding y'all back. Which you adamantly said the same. All Pittsburgh fans feel that way. And if you don't, and the you're problem probably is, And why we're stuck with this point is because there's definitely worse options. And that's what they're holding on to. I don't know to. if there are. There, are, there definitely are. His ability, he can, the throws he can make are there. It just doesn't happen. I don't get it. And he was asked in a press conference about their play call. And he's like, well, you have to ask Coach Canada about that. That means I don't fucking know either. Stop saying that. Say, hey, it was a bad fucking call. We shouldn't do that anymore. Force his fucking hand. Well, a bad call would be giving Clyde Edwards a layer of the ball uh, with <laughs> oh, the game on the line. We're going to get there. We don't want to. We don't want to crack that. Ball. That would be a bad call. We Taking the ball out come. of Patrick Mahomes' hands would be the bad call. We don't want that to we'll be uncorked all at once. We'll talk. We don't want to. We don't want to get that out yet. Um, other surprises. The Colts play pretty fucking well at home. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah. The week where I need Matt Stafford to go off in fantasy, uh-huh. he is pedestrian. Now, you know who wasn't pedestrian? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Dear God in heaven. I tried to trade for him today. 
I tried. I, 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 I offered. I offered fucking uh, Debo Samuel, number three wide receiver in fantasy right now, and Robinson. Not a fucking. It chance. was kicked down. Cooper Cup right now. Cooper Cup's draft stock is never going to be or trade stock is never going to be higher than it is right now. Unless and it's Robinson's next week. <laughs> carries. Robinson's carries are starting to go up. Urban Meyer is starting to fucking realize. Putting the ball in Trevor Lawrence's hands forty his hands his hands forty six times well a game hams. is fucking stupid. Establish the run or else Trevor Lawrence is, is going to fail. If you do not establish the run, no one's going to fear the pass. Trevor Lawrence is going to fail as long as Urban Meyer's there. Regardless, I'm starting to believe that. I, I really am. But the the Colts Rams game it was boring but fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colts defense shocked me and played well. Um. Well, we knew they were good. Henderson they did not look like it week one. I like Daryl Henderson. So do you. He got hurt. Yeah. He hurt his rib, and Sonny Michelle came out there for about 10, 10, 10 rushes towards well, the end of the day to milk it. Next week, Cooper Cup's catching 15 balls. Oh, uh, well, I picked Sonny <laughs> Michelle up, and I'm praying that Henderson doesn't play this week. Possible. Uh, Stafford was 19 for 30, 278 yards, which is very good. Two mm-hmm. touchdowns and a pick. His rating, 102. Very well. Played decent, but just I just needed like five touchdowns from him. <laughs> Um, the the run game it's pretty much non-existent. They had 100 yards rushing, but it, it it's the Cooper Cup show and it's the Matt Stafford show. And correct, you know I, I don't defensively I don't even know if Donald had a single fucking sack. He did not. He had three tackles or sorry seven tackles, no sacks for Aaron Donald. They were pretty much That's triple teaming him the entire night. Yeah. Now I did see some one on ones with him and Qu- and Quentin Nelson. They were getting after it. Aaron Donald was annihilating <laughs> Quentin Nelson. He's got the foot thing. Well, Quentin Nelson's more of a run blocker, not necessarily a pass mm-hmm. blocker. He's known for fucking trucking Panking over dudes. People. Yes. And Jonathan Taylor did not do that. He did not. No. Carson Wentz, not terrible. 20 for 31, 247 yards, a touchdown and a pick. And two sacked three ankles. times. Did you hear the stat that came out today? Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is the first player who has been sacked three, three times in every game for I think it was like 12 straight weeks. At least sacked three times in that game for almost an entire season straight. Well, he's also that is horrible. He's also been been in the division with Dallas and Washington, who have a good pass rush. Yeah, I guess. and the Eagles have been bad. Yes, they have. Um, we got to see Jacob Eason a little bit. Nothing special. He didn't do anything great because Carson Wentz sprained both ankles, hurt his elbow, his Why shoulder, is Jacob his Eason rib in the game. Because Wentz, did you see them? No, on the I'm line? talking about why is Ellinger not in the game. I don't know. I thought about that too whenever I saw Easton's put his helmet on. Like, why? Sam Ellinger, and, and I mean, granted, had a good we, don't, we don't see what happens in practice, but as far as like what we've seen in game, like live games, Ellinger looks much better. Yes, for sure. Now we had a Pittman sighting. He's got that Taylor Heineke type, like he's going to sling it and the team seems to like him. Now he ain't no Taylor Heineke. That's, no. who, that's who Pittsburgh goes to get. You go get Taylor Heineke, I'm all the way fucking back in. Not going to happen. Gonna They're going to sign him. They're going to sign him for a lot of money. But Pittman had eight, eight receptions for 123 yards. He had a very good game. First time I've seen him do anything worth a fuck, and it was against the Rams, so I was pretty fucking surprised. Um, I thought Carson Wentz played terrible in the first half and pretty fucking good through the third quarter and half the fourth quarter until he got hurt. I thought he played pretty fucking well. That's, you know, I mean, he had an 86 rating. Nothing crazy, but... I thought he was okay. I, I was surprised that the Colts held up so well. I guess home field advantage is a real thing for Indianapolis, but the Rams' defense is beginning to concern me. Yeah, but you think about some of the choices that the Colts have made with the quarterbacks that have been available when they chose Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz, and like pretty good and okay are not 
adjectives you want to use to describe your choice. Well, Andrew Luck kind of fucked him. Oh, he absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He, he kind of fucked him. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I told everybody before the season started that I, I picked the Rams to come out of the NFC. I stand by it. People are, I mean, Vegas had him as like the third best favorite to make it to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. So, I mean, they were high on him too. Matt it's not Stafford a surprise. is like plus 1,200 right now for MVP. I mean, fuck, it's very realistic. The story I'm, I'm pretty sure is a like huge part of it. Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, and then Matt Stafford. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not the only one that was high on him. It's no. not a surprise, but I'm legitimately saying that the Rams are a contender with the Bucks to come out of the NFC. I'm 100% on it. I think anybody, like Matt, most people knew Matthew Stafford was that good, but you also have that factor of like when they leave Detroit, their best years are ahead of them. And speaking of that, you, you saw, I know we're going in order here, but mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. saw on Jared Goff's face last night the realization that he's stuck in Detroit forever. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that in a second, okay. boys. That one just happened. Any other takeaways from Rams Colts? Because I didn't really have much else. No, um, I'm just waiting to get to Seahawks Titans. Okay, well, Rams Colts. Rams won, of course, by three. Uh, Colts held up surprisingly well. Bills thumped the Dolphins. Here's a take for you. Tua stinks. And another thing. Tua stinks. The, and it's time to warm up the trade rumors. <laughs> what are you going to get? Deshaun Watson needs to get the fuck to Miami. What do you? What are you going to get for Tua? I don't know. But I do, him. We, you just heard my rant. I don't want any part of Tua. I'd take I, I another year of Ben before Tua. And Houston is somehow not only covering the spread, but competing with teams. And poor Tyrod Taylor. Hmm. Again, it happened again. This unfortunate son of a bitch, man. I he swear, played, he played very well week one. He did, and he's hurt again. Yes, this time by actual football activity, which is nice. And now, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It wasn't like a freak thing. Yeah, but it is so goddamn unlucky. And now, some quarterbacks in that I've never heard of, Davis Mills. I'm officially the Giants drafted him, and he stunk. I'm officially out. Tua stinks. Yep. I'm out. He's not good. He was one for fucking four for 13 yards before it happened. It wasn't going to get no better. Uh, and this is not even a situation to where we have acknowledged that people are too quick to give the hook to rookie quarterbacks that we expect them all to be elite right off the bat because they were a first-round pick. He's it had time. Happen. And it's not even the fact that he's had time. It's just like looking at him. I don't see his issues getting substantially better. No. It's not fixable things. No. He just does not. If you take away everything else, ability-wise, he does not believe in himself at all. None. And you can't have that. You can't lead a team like that. You can't get better like that. It's a shit show. And Josh Allen didn't even play that great. No. 17 for 33, 179 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. The Bills own the Dolphins. The Bills' defense destroyed them. Yes. That's my only takeaway. My takeaway is two of stinks. It's over. Uh, we'll go to the Jets, Patriots, uh, Zach Wilson. <sighs> Zach Wilson was seeing ghosts. The fucking, the, the media is just straight up asking him, you think you're seeing ghosts? That's so <laughs> fucked up. And he was not amused well, by it. Well, you know it. why? Because Sam Darnold with the Panthers is not seeing ghosts. There is no worse situation right now in football than being a Jets fan. Like you, There is I'm no sure, end in sight. I'm sure you, at some point, like most fans. Like you, you, th- you, you think don't, you're bad to be a fucking Steelers fan? That, this it is, could be worse. I mean, the first two games we talked about afterward, this is why I say there are worse things out there. Yes. If if I was a fan of the Jets and CJ Mosley played and had eleven tackles, so well he's very good at football. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, ten. If tackles. if I'm a Jets fan and they take Zach Wilson, I'm pissed. At some point between the draft and the first game, I will have somewhat sold myself on. All right, this is our guy. And then you watch him not be your guy, 
and your guy that you were sure was not your guy ball the fuck out in Carolina. As soon as he got out of your goddamn facility, we said this is going to happen. He's much better. I didn't think it'd be this and much better. And that motherfucker looks happy as shit. Yep. On the sidelines, he's just fucking loving life. He's got DJ Moore. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's got Christian McCaffrey. He's got a defense that is fucking balling. Yes. I mean, it is it is feeling like Carolina is. I think is, it's because Carolina doesn't get a lot of primetime games. But like They have a lot of sneaky, good defensive picks in early rounds that just pan out. Yes. What? You're making a face did like we, you thought something. What? Did we talk about who? Talk about what? Chargers, Cowboys, we got there yet? No. Okay, we'll get there. No, that's about all. I, we'll, we'll flip to the... It's rapid fire at you here. Mm-hmm. Figured we out. got a little 49ers Eagles. Didn't watch it. I did. And I got, a, I got something to say here because I have been another, I have been clearly the only person who says Jalen Hurts is not good. I have been in the side of no one saying it. All you see are the reports of, oh my God, the locker room is all behind him. You know, he's the captain and he's just, it's clear that he is the quarterback of their future. I never saw shit last year to show me he was the quarterback of the future. Everybody overreacted to his game against the fucking Falcons week one. He had two touchdowns <laughs> against the Falcons. Two and then he come, touchdowns. Yeah. Then he comes out last this Sunday right here against fucking the Niners and has zero touchdowns passing. I don't, 12 for 23, 190 yards. You excited with that? Hey. Oh, but he had 10 carries, 82 yards, and a touchdown there. Okay, that's great. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. I, I am not a Jalen Hurts fan. I don't think he's good. The touchdown pass he had against the Falcons to uh, Devonta Smith was cool. It was beautiful. Right there on the pylon. It was fucking money. I'm just not fucking sold. I don't understand. What I like about Jalen Hurts is his genuine ability to do both. Like, we we get so caught up in, like, bashing Lamar Jackson for only running the ball that I feel like now any quarterback that runs the ball is a negative, which should not be the case. Like, True. having a dual-threat quarterback is a very valuable trait to have if – you can throw the ball like like Kyler Murray being a prime example. Like what his his situational football is not good. Like running out of bounds with two minutes left, boy, and I taking that. a thirty yard mm. sack, not smart. But that motherfucker can sling it and he can run. So his QBR was sixty two. Yeah, it's not good. And I'm not saying he's he's got it figured out. And I, I'm not even saying he's the quarterback of the future. I think it was the right decision to move on from Carson Wentz, regardless of how you feel about Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts is a fine person to put in the back. Put in his place. Okay, that's fair. And I, I you know, I, I was the first to say whenever we had one of our last episodes that I, I sort of jumped to conclusions with people, especially when they're young, and just be like, oh, they're not good in their third game ever, and I'm, that's it. They stink. It's not the case. Jalen Hurts could be good. I'm just not sold on it. He's going to have to show me. I'm a person of seeing is believing. Well, I'm not convinced that he's great either, but... His bit, like I said, his ability to do. Both I just don't understand the media's hype around him prom- without actually seeing anything from him. Well, he's just quarterback of a NFL franchise. That's the majority of it. Like you're going to get, and what else is there to talk about on the Eagles? Nothing. Brandon Graham is possibly out for the year. Well, and that's bad. You got because you the second he went good. down, their defense went to shit. I that's had 11 not, points at halftime. By the end of it, I had one. Yeah, I did have the Patriots defense this week. Thank God. Yes, you did. They were points. like your highest score. <laughs> No, because I had Derrick Henry. We got a fucking hard ass out there zipping around on his mumber cycle. Uh, Garoppolo, very average. I, I don't. That's what he is. A QBR fifty five. I don't. Jimmy Grapes is average. There's one good thing about that offense, and it's Debo. Two good things: Debo Samuel and George Kittle. That's that's it. 
And George Kittle has not been great this year. They keep saying he's better than Kelsey. I ain't seeing it. George Kittle is probably the most complete tight end in the league. They keep saying that, but I don't see stats to show it. No, no, no. I mean, like, like if you define like a tight end, like his blocking right, ability Travis Kelsey can and block his ability very to well. catch the ball is fantastic. He, like, offensively, he might be the fourth best tight end. It, it, definitely third. I'm definitely putting him behind Kelsey and Waller at this point. Yeah. As bad as it's been this year, I might say fourth, and I don't know who I would put it third, but he has fell off drastically this year. I don't know what happened. I don't either. Um, we talked about the Raiders already. <sighs> Panthers beat the fuck out of the Saints. <laughs> Jameis Winston turned back into a pumpkin. Jameis Jameis turned back to a pumpkin. I think. I think has his LASIK wore off. I think the Saints will be fine. Where <laughs> they just transition lenses. I think Jameis will be fine. It was a bad week. Jameis was we, so bad. We just watched the Packers and Aaron Rodgers have a bad week the week prior. So I, I don't them, know if there's ever been a higher after week one to a complete drop after week two yeah. than what just happened with the Saints. Yeah. It wasn't great. And he's my fantasy quarterback. So <laughs> Yes, he is. Uh, Sam Darnold had 305 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Christian McCaffrey hasn't been spectacular. 25 rushes, 72 yards and a touchdown. DJ Moore played well. But how many? how much did... He get catching the ball. I think he Christian had a McCaffrey. receiving touchdown. That, and that's that's. Uh, <clears throat> uh, McCaffrey had twenty four for seventy two, which is a three yard average. He's just a, and fucking, a touchdown. He's just a fucking problem. Five for sixty five, and you can't in the stop air. him. Five for sixty five. DJ Moore had eighty yards and a teddy. DJ Moore is very good. Oh, I I forgot to mention when we're talking about Cooper Cup and the Rams. Yeah, yeah. That is the person right now that I'm the most excited to see their climb on the NFL top one hundred next year. Yeah, it's gonna he's be, gonna be way the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, it's gonna be way up there. I don't know where he was this year. I'd imagine. I would imagine Matt Stafford's low. gonna be pretty fucking drastic too. Yeah, I mean, it it'd be more noticeable how good he is. But Cooper Cup is gonna fucking he'll have a Josh Allen type jump. Falcon, let's talk. Okay, Vikings, Cardinals. <clears throat> Cardinals deserve to lose that game. Absolutely did. Like and I Minnesota said, will never get their kicker situation figured out. He just hit like a 54-yard field goal a couple minutes before that 37-yarder that he missed to lose the game. It's in their blood. Like I said, I love the Cardinals. I like watching Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's situation in football is bad. It is bad. They got to figure it out. You can't run How out of bounds. How did you not see that fucking safety over the top on that deep ball you threw right in the middle? I'm not even talking about that. You can't run out of bounds with the lead when there's two minutes left in the fucking game. Right. And then the next... You sit down on the sideline. The next play or the play, I don't remember how many it was. It was very soon after. Take like a 30-yard sack. You can't have it. They're going to end up being the Chargers and lose all these very close games like they did last year. They got lucky this week. They got to fucking figure that shit out. Kyler had 400 yards, three touchdowns, two picks, with a QBR of 65. But he got 400 yards. I, I just, yards don't mean anything. I, it doesn't mean anything to me. Whenever I see him force terrible throws into a fucking, a man that is guarded on, like white on rice, with a safety over the top, and you fucking throw a bomb, and it goes right to the safety, and the, the drive just before that, you just threw another fucking pick? What are you doing? Doing? Would you try? Would you say he tries to do too much? Yes. We'll get back to that. Um, they we had a rookie signing in that game. We did. Rondell Moore looked Rondell very Moore. good. Very good. Rondell Moore was out there fucking balling, and that's going to do nothing but help Christian Kirk figure it out. I mean, he had three three for sixty five. Christian Kirk, he he played decent. Well, I'm just I'm saying, be consistent because like we we know what Christian Kirk did at A and M. Oh yeah, but he has not consistently. He done is that somebody. He Tyler Lockett. 
were people I was so fucking now don't bring up Kevin Moore <laughs> were people that I was so fucking high that Kansas City should take. I was so fucking excited and wanted them to take him. Didn't happen. Fuck me. But yeah. But coming I, I out did, of that draft when when they took Christian Kirk, we thought he was going to be very good. For sure. They got him like the fourth round too or now, something. Now you got him on that team with DeAndre Hopkins and what appears to be another very good receiver in Rondell Moore. And AJ Green. Yeah, bag of bones. But <laughs> yeah, I mean like he's probably the Three, three A, three B in that receiving room, and uh, Kirk Cousins kind of bald for the first I mean, he half, does and then did nothing in the he second. He does half. that, and I am also. I need to tell you something about Kirk Cousins because it's hilarious. Macy thinks he's good looking. She likes that. She does like that. <laughs> okay, well, he came on this. That was a bad start. <laughs> he he popped up on the fucking TV screen. <laughs> And I don't even remember what he was doing. I have no fucking clue. I don't remember. Just but being he just, handsome? He just, I guess. He just popped up there. <laughs> he just popped up there, and I was saying something to Macy. I was mid-sentence, and she, I finished my entire sentence, did not even fucking look back over at me. Continue. I was like, what the fuck? You don't, really, Kirk Cousins? <laughs> and she was like, oh, what? Uh, okay, Kirk Cousins, though? It's strange. It's weird. And I guess it's because we've watched him his whole career and know how much he's cringy, and, and, I, and I just don't, I generally dislike him. I mean, him. he's not an awful-looking person, I guess, but I've never thought about it. No, it's not somebody that I expected her to be like, whoa. You know what I mean? Maybe it's the purple. You see TJ Watt up there or someone like that who's just a <laughs> fucking stud, and you're right. like, okay, I get it. Kirk Cousins? <laughs> hey. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's strange. Kirk Cousins <laughs> is... Apparently a man died. So I don't know. Going, I guess. I, you know, I guess so. Uh, I had to laugh at it for a minute because I knew how bad I did not like him. <laughs> but uh, Dalvin Cook, fucking, he was good. He yep, fucked he, me in fantasy good and football. went down in the fourth quarter, and I lost in fantasy by eight points. On top of Jared Cook getting a touchdown call back, there was a fucking oh. touchdown that the flag came out after he scored for a fucking illegal shift. Are you fucking serious? We're going to move into the Chargers and fucking Cowboys game now since you I wanted Jared to, Cook I, I wanted need to, to get this out. Okay, that's fine. But I wanted to make fun of the, of the Buccaneers because the, the, it, the final score makes it look like the Buccaneers did something fantastic. Actually, the Falcons were right there with them until two back-to-back picks. Well, they were. It was 23-26 at one point. The, the Falcons were right there with them. Mike Evans woke up. In that game. Well, it's not that Mike Evans woke up. It's that Tom Brady decided to fucking throw to. Oh, wait. I have a six foot five receiver who is very <laughs> fucking good. Let me throw it over there. See what he does. Oh, good things. Yeah. Mike Evans is good. Mike Evans is good. Now, let's talk Cowboys Chargers. I had across the three leagues. You know what we said we're going to do? We said we're going to talk UFC bef- between football segments, and we did it. not. Sorry, y'all. UFC is going to be right after this. If you're still <laughs> with us, UFC is coming up. We want to talk a little bit of... Uh, Nate Diaz, but let's go. Across the three leagues, I had Jared Cook, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. anybody you wanted to go to mm-hmm. would help me out. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams did his touchdown. Mike Williams was all over the place. Jared Cook caught a touchdown, too. And yes. then he didn't. And then he didn't. What in the fuck is going on? I don't know. It, the, the, the officials have found a way to ruin football more than they already were. You can't get up and flex now, and it's a fucking penalty. You can't get up and get excited, or it's a penalty. You can't get up. Did you see the fucking touchdown? I don't know who it was. I think, I can't remember who it was. Forgive me for forgetting, but uh, he, he scored a touchdown. Mm. Walk, he, he ran in the end zone, walked directly out of the end zone, the 49ers. set the ball down, and walked like a robot all the way to the sideline. Like I believe it was the 49ers. <laughs> it was the 49ers or Browns. I can't remember. I think it was 49ers. It was hilarious. That's exactly what hope, they want you to do. I hope everybody who scores a touchdown this year does it. Yes. Let me tell you something. 
short of like somebody walking away calmly and somebody just staying in their ear for 25 yards, nobody gives a fuck about taunting at all. It's awesome. You have the the most competitive humans on earth doing good against the most competitive humans on earth and you don't want them to be excited. Get the fuck over it. What have they always said about officiating? You know, oh, we don't want to take everything to replay because there's, uh, what do they say, uh, human... Human error? Yeah, there's human error. That's what they want to say. So you do want to regard that the, the official should be safeguarded by it being human error because they're humans. But you don't want to fucking bypass players who have so much adrenaline, your old bag of bones ass cannot fucking <laughs> fathom. They have so much adrenaline to make a cool play. Well, I mean, how many times do people get to score? Like fucking... Nine times a year if you're elite? I don't understand how... And you won't even let them fucking flex after they're excited? Let them catch the ball and fucking flex, because it gets me juiced up. I don't understand how we acknowledge the fact that we need to do something about celebrations and relax the, and said, as long as you don't do three pumps, you're good. And then immediately, like, but you can't taunt. Like, where? how do you How do you find the line between taunting Lamar Jackson is allowed to cartwheel into the end zone. That, There's no penalty. Absolutely. But other people can't flex their biceps without getting a penalty. Also, John Harbaugh should have fucking... Beat him with a fucking brick for doing that. You can't. I thought of Adrian Peterson immediately. You can't do that. We need you to be healthy. Right. She said, and it was an awkward flip. But I'm going to tell you that Chargers Cowboys game was supposed to be absolute fireworks and it sucked. That game sucked. Unless you're a Cowboys fan. That game was You terrible. finally won a game via kick. And not only a game via kick, you beat a very good team. At no point. In when, their stadium. Now. They say. I do. There's. For fear of running out of time. The one thing I want to get out about this is Mike McCarthy is fucking stupid. Yes. Why? With one timeout, you have 33 seconds left. You got a timeout. It's third down. Call the fucking timeout and either kick it on third down to account for a bad snap or don't and run a fucking play and then call your timeout. Right. What? Why would you choose to kick a 56-yard field goal when you could kick, even if it's a 54-yard field goal? Find out which hash she likes it on, run the ball. Like, you have to fucking do something. Letting the clock run down to four seconds and then using your timeout is shit stupid. Thank God he made it. But at no point did I think he was making that fucking field goal. That's terrible clock management. And another, just for for, uh, lack of time, I was going to loop in the announcer's audio to Minnesota kicking the game-winning field goal. Did you hear that? Mm -mm. Oh, my God, dude. Minnesota kicks the field goal. It goes up. It looks like it's good. The the Minnesota announcers are, and it's good. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's not. He missed. He Minnesota missed. announcers And, and then it's people. just dead silence. And he's like, he, he, he missed. Of all people, if that's their home <laughs> broadcast, they should know better than to fucking celebrate a kick before it happens because that got Seattle to the Super Bowl. I heard on another show today. It was so fucking true. They were like, you know what? I don't even know who the fucking kicker is for him. I just immediately assume it's Blair Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> they will never get out. It's the Bears and Cody Parkey. Like, it will never go away. The legend of the double doink. Oh, but, awful. yeah, the Cowboys-Chargers game really stunk. The most exciting part of it was almost getting a backyard bullshit play to work before halftime. Right that was before awesome. that play happened. What was it? The father-in-law's house. Rick's a Cowboys fan. And I said, I said they're going to fucking try to score. I said, as long as it goes to CD Lamb, I'm fine. And it did. And he took off. And I was like, oh, my God. All I saw was green. I was like, are they going to keep He's tackling gonna him? He's going to score. And then he pitched it. And I was like, I swear to God, if Zeke gets in the fucking... And then he ran out of bounds. Well, he got trucked out of bounds. <laughs> he did, but like... Zeke also stinks. He does. He, he stinks. He stinks. Tony Pollard. Free Tony Pollard. Because he was out there fucking balling. I he get. looks explosive. He looks fast. He looks like he can cut. 
all the things that they thought Zeke could do, Pollard looks like he can do it. I get saying, hey, we're paying this guy $90 million. He's got to play. If you look at it as like, hey, we're paying our running back room X amount, it doesn't matter who's out there. Trade Zeke to the Jets and get C.J. Mosley back. Trade C.J. Mosley to the Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, they had Micah Parsons playing defense in for the first time. And he, he looked, good. looked pretty fucking good. And that fucking the, Justin Herbert, the the moment, the calling the play dead because he was wrapped up and they got him out of an intentional grounding. I love Justin Herbert and I love rooting against the Cowboys. That is horse shit. He threw the fucking ball. What the fuck happened? They're trying to keep the quarterback safe. I get it. But he, like, Justin Herbert had his hand on him, had him at a distance, and was clearly looking. If that's Josh looking, Allen, they don't blow that dead. Was clearly looking for where to go with the ball. Yeah. If that's Josh Allen, they're not calling that dead. If that's Patrick Mahomes, they're not calling it dead. If that's Ben, they're not calling it dead. The well, guys who are typically the guys that can run and avoid some, some shit, they're not calling it for. Yeah, but it's not like Herbert Prime can't. Cam Newton, you know what I mean? Like That was, that was so weird. It's not like Herbert can't. I don't know. That I game sucked. That game sucked. It was awful. I was pissed. I was so fucking mad. All of a sudden, Herbert only throws to Mike Williams. I needed fucking Keenan Allen to do something, which he had 12. That's just not going to cut it. No. We, we, we got to get to the Sunday and Monday night games. Yes. but on like, Titans-Seahawks. Titans-Seahawks taunting fucked the game. Yes. It did. Again, there was two plays. Same thing happened because he was facing a different direction. One's taunting, one's not. And Figure Derrick Henry is out. all the way back. Derrick Henry is a goddamn monster. He's all the way back. Russell Derrick- Wilson actually played very good in that game. He played very yeah. good in that game. Tyler Lockett, boy, have people forgotten about him just because they got DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett is a fucking, he is not a gadget guy. He is a fucking wide receiver who will burn you. That wide receiver room is one of the best in the NFL. Yes. And it might be the best. I don't know. I, they're trying to figure, trying to think quickly about people. I don't know exactly, but they're very fucking good. Yes. Derek Henry is just better than everybody else. Yeah, it's it was, fucking it was, stupid. That game was awesome to watch. I loved it. It was sweet. When Derrick so Henry sick. gets through the line and you see him next to linebackers, you realize how goddamn big he is. I love having Sunday tickets so I can watch every game. Derrick Henry had fucking 35 carries for 182 yards and three touchdowns. He had like 200 and something total yards. Yep, and he also had six catches for 55 yards. And Julio Jones is back. He is back. Also got fucked on a touchdown from him. And A.J. Brown still has the drops. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. You would have cut three passes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, Julio had himself a uh, 130 yards, 22 yard average, 21 yard average. If I can get any sort of consistency out of him at where I drafted him, I'm okay with that. Uh yeah, Go Hawks is dead. They lost at home to the Titans. Well, if the Titans hey, Russell did play good. You take out the Titans week 1 game against the Cardinals and it would not have been that shocking for the Titans to have beaten the right. Seahawks. And Derrick Henry apparently was tired of saying the Titans stink because uh, he was like, fuck it. I'll win the game until everybody else figures it out. And Lions-Packers? Well, we, we're, gonna, we're skipping one. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll skip it. We'll La- no, Lions-Packers was Monday. Yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Well, let's just fucking, let's just fucking talk about it. Let's, <laughs> let's, talk about, it. let's talk about primetime. Sunday night. The goddamn primetime game <laughs> between the fucking Ravens and the Chiefs. Cut Clyde Edwards-Alaire. <laughs> fucking cut him. Just get rid of him. Clyde Edwards Lair stinks. Maybe you shouldn't fucking call your quarterback on draft day and say, Who do you want, Patrick? We'll fucking take whoever you want. Oh, you want Clyde? Okay. I just fucking he's, he's here. He's here. He's coming. I promise. He's <laughs> you fucking idiots. Veach, who's in charge? Patrick Mahomes is great. Got it. Has he ever has he ever drafted players before? See a great NFL scout. You fucking buffoon. Jarek, I'm gonna tell you right now, Jarek McKinnon should be starting. 
Mm. Jerick McKinnon should be starting. We've seen him have success in the NFL. You you want a capable backup? Mainly Clyde can be on a capable pass backup. Downs, but yeah, but he can fucking run between the tackles too. He's fast as shit. He's fast, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say Clyde's big. No, he's, Clyde's a big old turd. That's what he is. He stinks. You swung and you fucking missed. And we're doing the same thing that, I mean, not the same thing. I've seen other teams struggle to raise their hand and say, we fucked this up. We are the worst at it. We will fucking pay these dudes until they can't breathe anymore. We will just keep them here and never, ever say that we messed up. Let me tell you something. You fucked up taking Clyde Edwards to Lair. You fucked up. And guess what? We don't even have a first round pick next year to take another running back because we got Orlando Brown. So we can't even fucking address that in the first round. Super fucking job. I'm glad we have Orlando Brown. Don't get me wrong. And the pick that you trade, one of the picks you traded for Orlando Brown was causing problems. He's the one that punched it out and mm-hmm. recovered the fumble, mm-hmm. which again, you, that's a cool stat. Like you can't put weight to it because it was just a pick at the time, but it does look tough when, when the guy that you, the pick you traded became the guy that punched the ball out and lost the game. How did we manage to get, people forget we got all the way down. Now, preface this game, the Chiefs were fucking dominating the first half. Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes. It was fantastic. Uh, second half, Lamar Jackson figured out how to throw. I don't know. All of a sudden, <laughs> his throws were on target. He did a fucking jump pass that made me literally splooge in my fucking hand. It was unfucking believable Even just his... Just the no, I know there were no defense around. There were, he was fucking by himself. Passes like he was, he was making smart decisions passing the he ball. He was, and his passes looked good. His passes looked good. If he, I texted Rick. I said if Lamar Jackson plays like this, the Ravens are a problem. Correct, but he won't. The jump pass was a dime. There was nobody out there on defense. You want to know fucking why? Because Dan Sorensen and Ben Neiman are on the goddamn field consistently. I am never going to fucking understand this. I'm never going to get it. I don't. There is nobody on the team in the linebacker room that is worse than Ben Neiman, and he plays every fucking down. (laughs) There is nobody in the secondary that is worse than Dan Sorensen. Nobody. Why is fucking Juan Thornhill gone? Where is he at? They said Dan Sorensen had a better camp than Juan Thornhill, so we got to. Andy, you fucking fool. You know he missed six tackles in that game? That's not shocking. That is terrible. Dan Sorensen tackles with his shoulder. I told everybody, we talk, we said it before the game. I said, when you watch the game, look for 56, look for 49. I promise you the ball's going there. And the ball was there every fucking time. <laughs> every time. Oh, Lamar made somebody miss. And you're like, oh, who could it be? Oh, it's fucking Dan Sorensen. <laughs> every time. Well, when you're trying to knock somebody off their feet every hit and you have somebody as agile as Lamar Jackson, it ain't going to work. He also, Lamar Jackson also stiff-armed Dan Sorensen's head <laughs> off on the sideline. Did you see that? You seen Lamar Jackson's guns? Boy, they're fucking <laughs> old, old Scarecrow Holt grew. <laughs> He's got them... Uh, what do we got? About 15s? You got, got 15s? <laughs> yeah, they, they're 10s, but they clean. Remember that shit? <laughs> um, but yes, it was it was an awesome fucking buildup. So we get to the final fucking drive. We get all the way to Baltimore's 30-yard line. It's game over. Game over. How do we get there? Harrison Butker's going to make that field goal. How do we get there? Patrick Mahomes, just nice, safe passes. Nice and easy. No fucking craziness. Just... Nice and easy passes, right? You take the fucking ball out of the best player on offense. Our throwing is our running. So you take the ball out of Mahomes' hand to give it to fucking Clyde? Now. And in typical fantastic fashion, <laughs> does... does I just don't... I'd rather have Mahomes tucking it and running himself than Clyde fucking trying to figure out where to go. That, yes. Here's the thing. This motherfucker get- didn't make it to the line of scrimmage before it was punched out. <laughs> That do get off the ball quick. Now, if my head is in the fucking sand, we knew we knew 
Harrison Bucker's making that field goal, it's game over. Absolutely. So I tell and Patrick Mahomes to drop back and take a knee. Well, man, maybe. You pick a, you pick a hash, whatever, where you want the ball, I'm going to go down right there. Correct. <clears throat> but if Andy Reid lets Patrick Mahomes throw the ball and he throws a pick. That's just a big if. Egg on Andy Reid's face. Okay, so let me ask you this. Patrick Mahomes dropped back to throw the ball. Dude still gets off the line just as fast as he did. You're telling me that you don't have any doubt that Lamar that Patrick Mahomes would not try to do too much with the ball right there. I think he it would be a quick slant. That game. I think it'd be a quick slant pass. It'd just be nice and easy right in the middle passes. But he had done it, and it, it probably would have been. But he had done it in that game where he was. Yeah, I know. Up, he was fucking rolling and, around like a goddamn alligator and slung it upside down. You, if that happens, Andy Reid, the safe bet. If that's Andy the worst mind, we have to see, he does something like that. I'm giving him a fucking pass because I know what he does. <laughs> And that's fair. I'm going to let you throw it. But Andy Reid would not get that pass for the play call. Was I pissed and never be? I went to fucking rage and was like, ah, oh, fuck. It's fucking Patrick. Whatever. Sat back down. Because if that's, you know, he's he's due for a wild one every now and then. He'll and, fucking, he'll do some But some that's wild why shit. I said when you said, like, and I agree, Kyler Murray's problem is he tries to do too much. When you have that much talent and you know you're good, it, I would imagine it'd be very difficult. Not, And I'm not saying that Kyler Murray's Patrick Mahomes. I'm he saying is not. If you have... The ability that he that those two have. Oh, I get what you're saying. It's for me it, and you as well. Like anybody, I can fucking do this. Knowing that you can't, or or that the the fucking safety and corner also have that ability and think I'm gonna fucking fuck, I'm gonna fuck this whole thing up. You're playing with the best of the best at every fucking position. You don't you think got, Travis Kelsey runs three yards, turns around, and catches the ball? Travis Kelsey Absolutely. looks like a slinky. Like when he comes out of his brakes, his legs go first and his body just falls. <laughs> and that's why he look him. he looks like the fucking car wash blow up guy. How mad were it you? It doesn't make any How sense. How mad were you on that seventy yard touchdown that he ran? How mad when were I you? you hate Travis Kelsey. When I watched everybody dive six feet short of his legs, what the fuck are you doing? I knew you were pissed. What, you n- none of you motherfuckers can tackle. Not one. Macy it looked over and was like, "Oh, go, go, Kelsey, go." What? The, what? It wasn't go, even. He wasn't just slinging people off of him. They just. He they, did stiff arm two down. He, he did stiff arm, but the rest of them dove, kept their hands straight out on either side of his legs, and just slid. And he just walked right away from him. What the fuck are we doing? These are professional fucking athletes. Dakota is not like Travis Kelsey. I fucking hate him. Whiny little bitch. And he is so fucking good. There's just, he is good. He's fucking fantastic. And I will not. I will not take away from him at all. But goddamn, he's a fucking. I don't little. know how he gets open. I don't know. He's so either. slow. He is so impossibly goddamn slow. It, it's like the fucking the fad right now where people are like walking through routes and they're it and they just. Like it's exactly what that. it is. I don't know what you call it. Somebody out there does. People are running routes and defending them walking. That's what Travis Kelsey is. <laughs> and he's open every time. Except everybody else is running full speed and they're like, "Fuck it, I went the wrong way. I'll just sit here and let him score." Get the fuck out of here. As soon as he ran, uh, and as soon as I saw him get open, I was like, oh my God, Dakota's so mad right now. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Big dopey fuck. From now on, you put Clyde on the bench and you start McKinnon. <laughs> it's not going to happen. McKinnon should start. But Clyde's going to start every game. And he'll get 30 yards every game. Probably. That's great. That's why when we, you and I were texting back and forth, which we typically don't do during games, nope. but we did. I it was only like two. Point. It was only like two. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Respectfully, you know, I I uh, I texted you and I said, uh, "Boy, I ain't gonna lie to you. I just fucking literally forgot my sentences. I was saying it. Uh, you did. You did text me after the Raiders game and say you alive. So I should have fucking texted you. <laughs> ha ha ha! Clyde fucking sucks. I did not. I did not rub it in or anything. I just said, "Are you alive?" Because you didn't respond to my last text that I sent ten minutes ago. Nope. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> but, um, boy, where was I going with that? Uh, Clyde on the bench, thirty Clyde yards. Clyde on the bench, thirty yards. Yep, don't know. Couldn't tell you. I have short term memory problems. Um, Jerry McKenna should be starting. 
Clyde should be coming off the bench. It's that simple. Also, can we wake the fuck up in Kansas City and put Brian Ping- Pringle in the fucking game, please? Can we please do that? Yeah, he's much better than Harper. I don't... I put this on Twitter, and people are eating this shit up. Byron Pringle is everything they want Miko Harbin to be. But you won't. Why admit. the fuck wouldn't you just. Exactly. It's admit pride. It's pride. It's just like Cody Johnson says in uh, Husbands and Wives. You know what I'm talking about? I want you to finish it because right now you sound like the dude from the campaign. It's like my daddy always said. Uh, <laughs> and then you don't say shit. It's my else. belief pride is the chief cause and the decline. And the number of husbands and wives. Pride. Pride gets in the way. You can't just raise your fucking hand and be like, you know what? Hey, you know what, babe? I fucked up. Because I fucked across the goddamn line here, okay? <laughs> I was wrong. But I'm so goddamn prideful, I'm just going to stew on it and fucking just, just pretend I didn't do it. Raise your fucking hand, Veach. Okay, I fucked up. See you, Harbin. Your job is, you're not the GM of the Jets. Right. It's not going to fire you for missing a couple of picks. It's not like you missed on the on a quarterback. You missed on your number three receiver. So what? Whoop-de-doo. And you're on Pringle, back. you're in. Okay, McKinnon, we're going to try you out too. We're going to see if that works because he's a very good pass catching back. He's fast. He's everything that Clyde is not. That, that's, he's everything that he's not. So play McKinnon. Just try it. Just fucking try it. If it doesn't work, okay, put him right back in after halftime. Clyde's the starter again. Okay, fucking great. Fine. Just try it. Just do something. We had that fucking game one. We had it fucking one. Mm-hmm. Willie Gay, please get off the IR. <laughs> I cannot take much more Ben Neiman. I don't know. I'm starting to get to the point where I am questioning Spag's choices with personnel. I am officially getting there. I got a fucking stat for you here. I saw this one just a minute ago. I had to take screenshots so I can make fun of myself. <laughs> Most rushing yards allowed. One, two, and three. Number one, two, and three. Guess who number one is? Chiefs. Number two, Chargers. Or sorry, Seahawks, then Chargers. And it's Chiefs by almost 100 yards. 404 yards a game. Most rushing touchdowns allowed? Number one, Chiefs. Number two, eight teams are tied. That's not good. And it's Chiefs seven allowed? Eight teams tied at three. (laughs) Most yards per rush allowed? One, two, and three. Chiefs, one. Six yards per rush. Chargers second with 5.6. Cardinals third, 5.4. The Ravens were gashing y'all's defense. What in the fuck are we doing? Not hey, I'm not going to shuffle up the personnel and see if I can find a different... I'm just going to see if they can just figure it out. And I knew that Chris Jones would have a fucking bad game against this offense because he's the one that they're going to be reading. He's a big... He has to attack quarterbacks who stand straight up or else he's useless. And if he's the... So, you know, they're doing a fucking option, so they're going to read the ends. Chris Jones is big and slow. Mm-hmm. They're going to fucking read him. He's probably going to either just stand there or commit to the run. That's all he's going to do. And you could beat him off the edge, being Lamar Jackson. And if they run away from him, he's done. Done for. He quits. Yeah. So, they literally picked on Chris Jones on the run every fucking play. Every single time. And I knew that would happen. It's fine. It's still Chris Jones. He's still good. He's about the only person that I'm somewhat happy about on our defense. Him and uh, Bolton. Because Bolton was flying the fuck yeah, around in that Matthew. game. And t- I'm not even sold on Tyron Matthew. I'm not like, yeah, oh. he made a couple of picks. He is an arm tackler. I don't know what the fuck has happened. Is. He stopped lowering his shoulder. He stopped being aggressive. He stopped trying to smoke. He ain't the fucking honey badger no more. He fucking rodeo tackles everybody. And you know, what we ha- what used to happen when we used to rodeo tackle, <laughs> get your fucking ass out there, do sprints. Yeah. Tyron Matthews out here. He, he commented on someone's goddamn post yesterday. Someone posted a picture of themselves and his wife and his kids all in a Honey Badger jersey. They said, Chiefs, please get this man signed. We want him to stay in Kansas City forever. He commented on it. Ha, 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 
appreciate everything you've done for us. I can't wait to see you finish out this fucking season. Get the fucking step in. See ya. I don't oh care. Boy. You're nothing special. Like, yeah, you can read the defense very well. You're in the right place where you need to be, and you make plays on the ball. That's all he does. He can't tackle. He, I can, I can as tell fuck. you, as somebody who's watched the Steelers secondary before Minka got there and Joe Hayden got there, being in the right place, very beneficial. Right. Because I watched a bunch of people be in the absolute wrong fucking place all the time. Right. I get it. He makes plays on the ball. He's where he should be. I'll never forget that that play where he ripped that ball out of Cortland Sutton's hands in the mm-hmm. end zone when they went up. Like, he makes plays on the ball. But as I swear to God, I watched multiple times where the run would come right at him, and he would stand back as everyone's tackling him, and he's just holding his hands out just seeing if they're going to fall in front of him well, or he not. He definitely makes the run defense worse. But Dude, he is so soft. If you're counting on your safety for run defense, you got a problem anyway, which you do. Well, he's supposed to be the honey badger. He's all over the place. The blitz, he's this, and the pass coverage, he's this. and he's No, he's not. No, he's not. So you know what we do in this draft? We take a fucking safety. Juan Thornhill is not bad. I am fucking telling you. He was the highest graded safety by my buddies over at Pro Football Focus <laughs> when he started for us his rookie year. He had a 90 grade and pass, pass coverage as a safety. Highest out of all the rookies. And now all of a sudden they just fucking stick him down. The, nope, you're way down. No, you're not even. Also, what the fuck happened to Charverius Ward? I don't know. Because he stinks. <laughs> And Sneed, he wasn't no fucking better. Just wasn't. I think Sneed's fine. I think Sneed's fine too, but based off the first two games I've seen, I am not impressed. Spags, you're on the fucking hot seat, bud. This is a fucking Super Bowl team who needs a fucking defense to at least be top 22 in the league. You can't even fucking do that. (laughs) Because the Browns picked us apart. Yes. The Ravens just picked us apart. Guess who we had this week? The Chargers. What do you think yeah, they're going to do? always close. What do you think they're going to do? And the Chargers just played a close game against the Cowboys, whose offense is also very good. And Keenan Allen's going to have 200 yards and two touchdowns. Their defense is better than yours. The Cowboys' defense is. Correct. And how is that possible? What did I say when you, got, when you had Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and Mahomes? And we're going to make a sacrifice, and it had to be the defense. You are going to switch your defense for your offense, because I watched it fucking happen to Pittsburgh when they had A.B. and Le'Veon Bell, and it's awesome. It's fucking great until you get into games like yesterday and it's like, what the fuck are we doing? We are better than this team. And you realize, no, we're not. We're better on offense at this team. And it's fucking, it is, it fucking eats at you. I watched us lose to Tom Brady in consecutive years in the AFC championship. And it's like, why? Because we run zone defense and Tom Brady throws the ball before the receivers even get to their fucking yes. break and it can complete it. And when they say, Tomlin, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we running zone again? You know he's gonna pick you apart. And he's like, well, we don't have anybody good enough to run fucking man. Get better people. Right. I, I'm not gonna overreact. The Chiefs will be fine. That was the Ravens fucking Super Bowl. They had this game circled. It's fucking mm-hmm. clear. They had this game circled. Okay, they got us. All right, cool. We got it. I did see after the game the corner that was uh one of the three that was shadowing Tyreek Hill at all times decided to post the video of of Tyreek dropping that ball whenever he was all over him and it hit him in the left side, dude. And he re, he quote tweeted he tweeted that and was like, uh. Clamp City or something like that. Tyreek Hill quote, quote tweeted it and said, keep that same energy when I see you next with a winky face. It will be good, but I will say, from, from that dude's perspective, because I'm pretty sure he's a rookie. Hey, good on you. That is as close as you can fucking play somebody. And for Tyreek Hill Correct. being that fast, that's fucking impressive. Now, you're going to you're gonna have to fucking own it next time. Yeah, you just wrote a check. Because you're going to play him again. Can you cash is the question. Now, if he does it again, boy, that motherfucker's going to make a bunch of money. Like that, I would bring those two. But it games wasn't just him. To I'm not saying it was, but if I'm negotiating my contract and I'm him, I'm those two games. T- com- I'm gonna have that clip playing behind me the whole film of like, me guarding Tyreek. Oh, find somebody else who fucking covered in that tight. Yeah, but you, you want me to play the Bucks real <laughs> of what happened there? 
You want me to, no? All right. So I'm not going to overreact. We'll be fine. Chiefs will be fine. Packers. We got to fucking fix this goddamn defense. We'll move on to the fucking Packers Lions. Packers will be fine. Packers will be fine. The Packers, and it was the Lions. They looked all the way back. Like they completely figured this shit out. Well, Aaron Jones looked all the way back. Aaron Jones is a fucking problem. And what's what's unfortunate for other teams is Aaron Jones scored his fourth touchdown, and they pulled him out, and you put AJ Dillon in, who's still very fucking good at football. His his thighs make me think he's good. That that son of a bitch. Like there was there was a couple of plays where he got he got hit at the line, and everybody was there, and they blew the whistle. And you know normally when they blow the whistle and they call the play dead. Somebody gets slung to the ground. Right. They just let go of him. Right. Because you're not going to fucking get him to the goddamn ground. No. Aaron Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X'd. He did. Devontae Adams. He was Adams getting was, very P-I-S-S-E-D at his players. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he got hit a few times he was not thrilled with, which we knew going in that line was going to be a question mark because I'm gonna tell you right they now, lost. The rain changed that game. Yeah. The rain changed that game because the Lions were fucking competing. I had to re-fucking wind that throw that Jared Goff made to Hawkinson in the end zone it was good. five times. I had to rewind it and watch it. It's, it's going to get mixed in the shuffle and no one's going to fucking care because of the Lions. That is, my, that is the best throw I've seen in the NFL this season in, week, in the first two weeks. Jared Goff will get better having been traded to the Lions. And holy will, shit, is TJ Hawkinson fantastic? Throw it. There's your third. George Kittle's fourth. Yes, TJ Hawkinson is a fucking freak. Jared Goff. Jared Goff threw the ball very well. He did. Jared Goff, when it started raining, his baby hands couldn't hold on the ball. Now, you can, and, and I was as shocked as anybody that they were up 17-14 going into the half. But if you go back and watch any fucking Lions-Packers game since Aaron Rodgers has been there, any throw over 25 yards, the receiver's wide open. I also had to rewind that throw that he made to uh, Devontae for like 50 yards. I had to rewind the it and make Macy was, watch it. Where he was just like this, and, and it, it landed came down right directly. in his fucking hands, <laughs> mid stride, literally in a bucket. And I showed her, and she was like, "Oh shit!" And I rewound it again. And I said, "Did you see it this time?" And I rewound it again. And I said, "Now this time, I want you to watch his fucking arm. You are never going to see somebody go whoop, a little bitty flick of the wrist, and that motherfucking ball go fifty yards, and not only go fifty yards, the but lack land of windup is the stupid. only place it could land right over the defender's hands." Right in his fucking, I mean, Mitch, he didn't have to, sl- nothing. It was unfucking believable If you've ever seen Little Giants, the kid that puts stick him on his hands and claps him together and gets him stuck, Devontae Adams could have stuck his hands together, closed his eyes, and ran that route, and that ball still ends up in his fucking arms. Correct. And it's still a touchdown. Yes. It's impressive. It wasn't a touchdown, but he went out felt, of bounds. But I felt good about the Packers after that. I wouldn't say I feel good about them. I do. I mean, I still think it's, I, I'll say I feel better. About they're going them. to, I mean, I don't feel better about their defense to the point that they're not going to fuck it up in the NFC Championship if they make it Before there. the rain hit, the Lions were picking them apart. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like Their, their defense will be a problem at some point, late in the season. And it sucks, but I'm not concerned with them scoring three they'll points be fine. one. They'll be fine. They'll be, a, they'll be an 11-win team. They'll be fine. They'll get to the playoffs. Chill out. And real quick, UFC this weekend. We got some good ones. We do got some good ones. We, we got, got like a 17-year-old rematch. UFC fans, rejoice. I wish Patty the Pimblet was fighting this weekend. Well, well, we got a rematch from over a decade ago. Nick, 
Nick and Robbie Lawler. Yep. And I'm not. They, neither one of them are what they were at the time. I'm not saying that. No, but I still but love Nick Diaz. We watch. I love Nate. both of them. Those are the two fucking streetest motherfuckers. Just go out there and just take a pounding for however many rounds and just never go down. Watching Robbie Lawler get his whole face split in half and be like, "Ah, fuck it, we'll just keep going." Yes, like it's completely laid open from his lip to both his fucking nostrils. Both of those two are the exact same way. Just street tough motherfuckers. This, I will be shocked if this fight does not go to decision, and there will be a lot of blood. There will. And I can't wait. I can't fucking Assuming wait. Assuming that Nick looks like Nate did when he came back. Like, everybody expected Nate to look rusty. And I'm not going to say he didn't look a little bit rusty, but he was. you're not going to put him out. Put him what? Out. <laughs> but this like this card is sneaky stacked. It is. Like, you, if, if you watch the Ultimate Fighter, I mean, you've got Volkanovski and Ortega fighting each other at the, at the end of the season. That's always, like, you get to watch the drama leading up to it. It's always got a lot to the fight. Valentina Shevchenko's fighting, which is always great. She's going to defend her title again. And I don't know if there's anybody outside of Amanda Nunes' rematch that would make me think she's going to lose it. Because she's just that fucking good. Yes. That fight alone could headline any card. You got Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. Curtis Blades and Rosenstruck, the two people that failed to be the answer to Francis Ngannou are fighting each other. That Somebody's probably going to sleep there. That's a win-win. Uh, Jessica Andrade is fighting. I don't know who the girl, Cynthia... Cavillo. Cynthia. <laughs> Jesus died for our Cynthia's. <laughs> I watched it on the plane going to Houston. <laughs> Fucking great. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to download some movies on the old pad tonight because I got my flight to Arizona and that's going to be one of them that I want to watch. But Jessica Andrade is very good. Dan Hooker's fighting on this card. There's a lot. There's enough. Roxanne Montefiore's on this card. I love her. Uh, there's a lot of people on this card that make it great. I was concerned because I didn't watch the season of the Ultimate Fighter that I was not going to be, it was going to be worth buying. Once Valentina Shevchenko's on it, I'm buying it. But there's enough on there to get your money's worth. Yes. Everybody's going to circle the the Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler fight, rightfully so. I'm excited to see what happens from it. Real quick, before we get out of here, we do need to address what just happened with Canelo. Well, let's talk about it. We'll go back-to-back jams while we talk about it. Go ahead, hit it. Canelo and Caleb Plant had their press conference for their fight. And it is the most heated press conference I've seen since John Jones and... DC went off the stage. Yeah. Canelo lost his cool. Shoved the absolute fucking, fuck out of him. Shoved him probably shoved him back probably 10 feet. Yes. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm not taking a shot at Canelo, but anybody who's standing flat-footed feet together, you shove them, they're going backwards. Yes. He casually walked up, threw a punch that Canelo completely dodged, and then there was about four shots thrown back and forth. And I mean, Canelo fucking, it was so fast, too. Like, as soon as he swung, he just fucking boom, bop. Seeing his hands in boxing gloves in the ring is, like, they look fast. Seeing it in fucking street clothes, yes. they're goddamn lightning yes. fast. Canelo and is the fucking man. I don't see anybody beating him either until he decides that he's not ready to knock somebody out. Nope. That being said. That being said, fucking check out the website again. It's A&M week. It's A&M week. We're going to win. One of us is going to get close to the score again. I don't see it going any other way. That's how we're going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys on Sunday. Unless you listen to it on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Then we'll see you on those days. You're going to hear this on Thursday. Thursday. Before Thursday Night Football. Yes. Which we didn't get to. That's okay. Just just guess what we would have said. Goodbye.